Welcome to the Greybeard Chronicles podcast. Your hosts, Brian Halstead and Kevin Harkins, are two gray-bearded patriots who love God, their family and friends, and their country. The Greybeards are here to inspire, inform, and educate you on a myriad of topics they are passionate about. Brian and Kevin have a strong desire to share this with you to help you live your best life. Sit back and enjoy this amazing podcast as the Greybeards pass along the wisdom of the ages. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 27 of the Greybeard Chronicles. Good evening, Kevin. Hello, good, Kevin. Good evening, Brian. Happy New Year to you. Same to you. Same to you. We, we are a few days in. We're, we're like a full week in now to 2020. But ha- we haven't recorded this year, right? No, no not haven't. yet. We had one. Uh, we recorded one just before the new year that actually posted the, the morning of the first. New, new Year's Day. Yeah, but this is the first one we're actually recording in the year 2020. And this one is coming out tomorrow. Are there any holidays tomorrow that we need to be aware of? And <laughs> It's good with, we, right. we check ourselves because we, we, you know, we like miss we, Christmas. Yes. Shame did. on us. Man, how we miss that uh, one. You know, we, uh, we knew it, but we just didn't realize and, and connect the dots of when it, when it was going to actually uh, release and that it would be Christmas morning. So shame on us for that. But we, we did not forget Christmas. We let's, did not. Let's be clear we about that. We just forgot to mention it on the podcast. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Hey, I, I got something for you here, though. Um, we, we have these, and thank you, by the way, these fancy new mics here that we're dealing with. And I'm, I'm a little... Uh, scared. I'm a little scared, and I'm a little <laughs> off balance. So I miss Thor, and uh, Thor is not here. Thor is somewhere. Yeah, but I left him at home for fear that you'd try to talk to him. Yes, uh, but, so but, you know, here. so you have the now the blue microphone. I have the black microphone. They don't have names as far as I'm no yet unless you've named have you named them um yours is called kevin okay all right i'll do <laughs> and yours the, is called brian yeah yeah all it's, right I, it's, I know that's original it, but uh, it works you know it, it works at least at least that's what it says right here on the um the soundboard we're dealing with in garage band all but right we can I, name it whatever we want and, to. and i have one more thing to say so these mics are better i think we we played a little bit back and you showed and you've you've done a little bit with your wife at, at home in terms of recording and right trying um, to navigate the learning curve of, of these uh, different microphones so and I think we may have talked about this on the podcast before where you know talking about the difference in microphones and the amount of uh, background noise that you could hear with Thor because uh, Thor is a condenser microphone and now we're using um, dynamic mics and and they don't have as much of an area that they pick up around the microphone so um, should be interesting to see the difference. So if y'all notice the difference, that's why. But this is what I learned. With additional capability comes additional complication. Because watching you futz around with this for 30 minutes before, <laughs> before we got... Futz. <laughs> uh, is that a technical term? <laughs> futz? <laughs> yes. I'm still navigating that learning curve, and it's not a really short curve. Uh, I'm teasing you. I very much appreciate that you are uh, bringing us up to the next level, and I know that there will be several beyond this over time. But yeah, we're uh, we're upgrading. Yes, indeed. I appreciate it. Yeah, hopefully it sounds better. So we uh, we welcome the the feedback. If uh, if y'all, I, I know we when we go back outside when the weather's nice though, we might have to change back to Thor so that people can enjoy the. Uh, the surround sound with the birds and the bugs in the background. The birds and the bugs and the crickets and the, I guess the cricket's a bug. Yep, I agree. That was fun. And I, I do look forward to that. 
Yes, I look forward to the uh, the background noise as much as I do the warm weather. Well, probably um, the warm weather is leading the charge there. We we experienced a little snow today. Yeah, first time, first snow of the season. Yeah, yeah, I could do without that. Yeah, I agree. I'm yeah, yeah, already causing some traffic snafus here and there. And let the, the and, and the, and the panic here. set in early today, right? I tell you, they what, let though. the federal government out early. Yeah, and, you know it's. Uh, I got a little chuckle out of that. One of my friends shared that, you know, hey, they're concerned about, you know, the weather. And, and, and there's also obviously the national uh, threat concern that's going on. So let's um, release a whole bunch of people all at the same time and pack them into a train. <laughs> hate, yes. hate to present opportunity for anybody like that. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's something that they've thought about a long time ago. Yes. Probably. Anyway, right. sorry, all kind of distraction there. That's all right. We're, yeah. we're, we're chatting. And, yep. uh, I mean, this is all about conversation, and, and, and it might sometimes just be BSing, right? That's right. It's all a part of it. That's fun, too. Yes, it is. Guess well, what? What? Here's a good lead-in. All right. What I'm you ready. You ready? Yeah. You ready for what are we talking about tonight? Being ready. Being ready for what? <laughs> the title of tonight's podcast is be ready. Sometimes opportunity only comes around once. I've heard that. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot here, and you have the opportunity to impress me greatly, uh, as well as the listening audience. Wow. We're just setting that bar are up there, ready? are we? <laughs> you ready? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, it's not the end of the world if you don't get it, but I wouldn't be all surprised if you do, and I guess I wouldn't be surprised if you don't either. The Coast Guard's motto is, oh. and you can give it to me either in Latin or in English. Yeah, man, I know I know this, and I, I know I've heard it. Um, I am not going to be able to recall right. it right now. I don't know if I can turn around. Is it on your flag? Is it on the Coast it Guard is. flag? It is on the Coast can, Guard can flag. I, can no. I turn around and look at the Coast Guard flag? It, can you see that far? Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. Can you read it? I can. I, I'm not sure if I'm going to get the pronunciation right. right, but it's Semper Paratus or Paratus? Semper Paratus. That's it. Which means always ready. Nice. And All right. Uh, the dots are connecting here, buddy. The dots are connecting. And actually, I was not thinking about the Coast Guard motto. Just because I've lived it for many years, uh, I, I was not at all thinking about the Coast Guard motto when um, I thought about this topic. It was my turn to choose. It was, once again, as, as has been the case with so many podcasts that we've talked about, something crossed my mind during uh, the period of time I was thinking about, what are we going to talk about? And I just thought, you know, once again, here's another thing. Here's another life lesson, and that's what we're doing. We're passing on the wisdom of the ages, and there are opportunities that come across your desk, your mind, your, you know, whatever your field of view is, and uh, are you ready? And I just, I can think of many examples in my own life and many examples that are out there in the world of people being ready, and I can think of examples of people not being ready. And I thought, you know what? We need to talk about the importance of just being ready to seize that opportunity. And let me say one other thing, and that is this. In the title, it, it almost has a, um, and, it, and it, it's true, a negative connotation. Sometimes opportunity only comes around once. 
and I don't want that anybody to think that that's the end of the world. Just because you've missed an opportunity, whatever the opportunity is, that's not the time to sulk. Go bury your head under your pillow. Go grab the bottle of whatever and, you know, drown your sorrows. No, it, it just means that maybe it that... It might be okay to do that temporarily, but, yeah, yeah you know. Yes. Sometimes yes. You, you, you need that. To, you, but, you know, you, I, I've heard people say, all right, you know, you got 30 minutes or however long. Right. Right. Put a timeline on it. Right. But I just wanted to make the point. It's not the end of the world because although that specific opportunity or the very specific detailed characteristics of that opportunity may never come across again, there will be plenty of other opportunities for you to be ready for. So I don't want anybody to get the impression that it's the end of your life. It's the end of the world. It's, you know, this huge, big thing. But on the other hand, look, be paying attention. So I'll be quiet now and tell me what you think about top our topic tonight. So I, I, I like it a lot. And, uh, and I, you know, the, the, we've talked about, you know, being ready for, you know, opportunities in your life. And I, I don't know if I've used this example before, but I, I see the, this journey that we call life kind of like a long hallway. If you can envision just an endless hallway with doors on both sides of the hallway. And as you start navigating this journey we call life, yep. you come to those different doors. And you are might the doors be, on the side or in front of you in they're, your they're, they're both on the they're on each side. So okay. it's uh, you know, you, you really you can't see the end of the hallway. It's okay. like it's like too far out. Down there. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, so you're you have an opportunity to check those doors on the left and the right of that hallway. And sometimes they're open, sometimes they're not. And I think it all comes down to timing huh. and opportunities are presented. I believe anyways, that opportunities are presented to you at the right time for you in your life. And it may be a situation where that exact same thing was actually presented to you five years ago and you didn't see it. Okay. Or, you know, that, um, uh, you know, again, thinking about the doors on the hallway, you know, maybe some of those doors are repeats, right? And, and you pass one door of opportunity and it's locked right now because you're not ready to go in there. You're not ready to seize that opportunity for whatever reason. And so you have to, you know, travel some more down your path of life before you get to the point where you're ready for that door to open for you. I kind of like that metaphor. I've never heard it described that way, but I really do like it. You know, you're looking down a hallway, and the further out you look, the darker it gets. You just, you just can't see it. It's just too far away. But you're walking past these doors, yes, and I see, I see in one door it's open, and somebody's in there saying, come on in here, and then there's another door that's closed and locked, and the next door is you can see in there, but you're not exactly sure what it is, and it's a little right. spooky. Yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. <laughs> there's some some temptation associated with it. Yeah, yes. and you might you might get the opportunity to peek your head in the door and go, oh wait a minute, yeah, I'm not going in there. Yeah, it's a good way. It's a good way to think about opportunity. All right. Well, in your and, view, yeah. So ahead. and and also, you know, I, I think about this from both sides of the equation, right? So so opportunity, you certainly like to think of opportunity in a positive way, right? When when you um, hear phrases like um, carpe diem, right? Seize, Seize the, the day. day. Right. And um, that's how I intended it, by the way, as positive, but go ahead. Yeah. So I also think that there, it, there are often opportunities in our lives that come around one time to do the right thing. So, you know, you might, 
um, you know, be in a relationship with, uh, with, with a friend. You know, you've got a, a friendship going on and, and this particular person decides that they want to engage in some behavior that's, that's counter to your values and, and counter to their values as, as well, right? So that's an opportunity to kind of help keep that person on path. Yep. And, uh, and and offer some counsel or guidance to them. And, you know, they don't always listen to it, right? Because some people are just, you know, destined to, uh, I, I, you know, I, I use the example of a hot stove, right? You know, we're, we're unique in, in our, our species of human beings that if I look at you and say, Kevin, that stove is hot, don't touch it. You just have this dying urge to touch it. You got to feel the damn pain yourself. Uh, before you believe me that it's that's hot yeah um, and and one of the one of the things that I've st- started to learn over the years and I think I'm much better about that is um, in my younger days I was very much like that right so you, you'd say oh that's hot don't touch it I'd be like yeah whatever let me put oh damn that's hot yeah. <laughs> uh, you were right um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really much better now about taking people's word for stuff like that you tell me it's hot I'm cool with it I don't I don't feel the need to touch it so I, I think there's sometimes those opportunities that, that come up in life where, you know, we have the opportunity either ourselves or to guide somebody else to stay on the right path. Yeah. Because I think there are good opportunities that get presented to us. And then there's also temptations. And we could take down, you know, take that down a religious path and talk about the, the temptations of evil and, and, and so on um, that are orchestrated by the one who lives further south from us. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I think you have to look at it from both ways. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, that, that uh, yeah, I, again, I like your metaphor. I like your examples. Uh, my intent here was to talk about be ready. And what I don't mean is be ready for those negative opportunities, those evil opportunities, those bad opportunities. I don't, um, I mean, some people do think that. That's not what I, that's not the point of this to me. It's, it's be ready for be ready for life. Be ready for all of the things that are coming at you um, based on the choices that you've made, the direction that you've chosen, the goals that you've set, all of those things playing out and you're moving down a path and things are coming toward you. You're walking down the hallway, doors are presenting. Some of them look really appealing. Some of them you're not sure about. Be ready. And so, yeah, it, it, interesting listening to that. Um, be ready. So in my mind, when you're saying be ready, what I'm also hearing is, is show up, right? Be present. Ooh. And, you know, be, be there in, in the moment. And, uh, you know, because I think that's part of it, right? You've you got to be prepared part of it. And, and open to see and receive these opportunities when they present themselves. Yes. Yeah. Oh, being in the moment. In fact, you know, I was just I was actually listening to a book on tape as I was driving here tonight. And and uh, that very specific point was made. And we've said it before. And I'll say it again because it does apply here. The past is gone forever. You're never getting it back. It's never coming back. And guess what? There's nothing you can do about changing it. The future never comes. It's oh, tomorrow is always tomorrow. You only have right this minute right now. And so take action, fully engaged, fully committed in the moment. And, and that's all you got. Yeah. Learn, learn from the past. Don't live in it. You know, it's why, uh, uh, you've heard me say this before. It's why motorcycles have small rear view mirrors. 
because yeah. you, you need not spend your time looking in those. You've said that. You need that to keep your eye on the road before. and what's ahead because what's what's behind, you want to glance at occasionally just to make sure that things are, you know, safe. Uh, you just don't want to spend a lot of time there because yeah. the, the good stuff and the dangers are out in front of you, and that's what you need to be paying attention to. Well, this won't surprise you based on what you know about me and based on what you've heard me say in uh, episodes gone by. The first and most important aspect of being ready, in my view, is the psychological construct. It's a thought. It's, it's a mindset for you to be ready. Mentally, you, you know that you are ready to do ready to react to, ready to take action on whatever it is that you're thinking about headed toward. And does that mean that unexpected things aren't going to happen? Of course not. But even that is a mental construct. Because if you have in your mind that I'm going to, I'm going to expect the unexpected and I'm going to be ready to take action and react to it, again, everything is a, it starts with your mind. It starts with that thought. And I love that because once you make the decision to be ready at whatever, then the whole world changes because it, and it increases your confidence because you start taking action to help yourself do that. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the, um, maybe we could throw some examples out there of, um, you know, opportunities that, uh, that you might, see on a you know maybe on a daily basis and 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 here's the um here's the other thing that i would preface this with is you know we're not necessarily talking about you know opportunities to start a brand new business and or develop um the next apple um computer company uh, or, or you know we're not necessarily talking about things like that um because in my mind you know opportunities can be as simple as and, and as powerful and as important as, you know, having, uh, seizing the, the, the opportunity or the moment to sit down and have a quality conversation with your spouse or your child. And, you know, those things sometimes, you know, have short windows because of our busy lives and so on. And you've got to be prepared to, to seize those. So what, what other examples might you think of? I can think of many, many, but I'll just run through a few, you know, right off the top of my head. Uh, and, and by the way, I think your example is, is exactly right. You're, you wake up in the morning and you know you're going to meet a certain person and you have a past history of that person that's maybe difficult. You can make the decision before you ever meet that person and begin to imagine that conversation you're going to have with that person going very well, that you're prepared to react to whatever happens, but you're going to be ready to take it in a direction that needs to go. You're going for a job interview and a job seeker prepares, is ready for, does the homework, does the research on the organization, finds out what they need to know, thinks about potential questions, thinks about the best possible answers to, um, to go to the interview. A business person makes a business plan. Um, you know, it's, it's NFL playoff season right now. And you know that uh, the teams that won last weekend and are preparing for getting ready for the upcoming week are making a game plan. They are going to be ready 
with a game plan. They're going to go into it. I mean, it's everywhere. It's every step you take all day long. Uh, <laughs> I know who's not going to be there. <laughs> yeah, the Steelers. Oh, and? Uh, the Patriots. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe they can, you know, get together and watch the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, that would, that would, be, that would be wonderful. Uh, by the way, Tom Brady going to play next year? What do you think? What's your, what's your prediction? I know it's completely off. Will he be well, ready? Uh, yeah, Will I, he I, be I set ready? you up for it. Yeah, you know, I think if he decides to, he'll absolutely be ready. Uh, right. As far as, you know, what he's going to pick, I, I have no idea. I think he's coming back. In fact, I'm – I, I can't uh, – I guess if I had to bet, um, he doesn't strike me as a guy that likes to go out on anything more than a high note. Yep. Um, and I, I think he'll come back fighting. Yeah, I, I, I think he'll come back next year with a chip on his shoulder. And uh, as, as we've learned. Another one? As, as, yes. As we've <laughs> learned, he always plays better with a chip on his shoulder. When he, feels like, when he feels like he's the underdog and has to prove himself, so far he has done that almost every time. Not every time, but almost every time. Yeah, it's, agreed. It's, it's impressive. And I'm reminded in all of this, I wrote it down here, the Ben Franklin quote, at least that's what many people attribute to him, is failing to prepare is preparing to fail. And w think about that quote and think about your day. Think about just this morning. You woke up and you went through all of the things you went through today. And many of them you were prepared for, probably all of them. I don't know. Uh, maybe there were a couple that you weren't, but... Um, but, uh, you know, having the mental discipline to think about, imagine, and prepare for the things that are coming your way, I think, are, are really important. Think about, imagine, and prepare, right? I, 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 yep. I, you know I love acronyms, right? Yes. That's your daily tip. Okay. Every day, this is your daily tip. You must think about, imagine, and prepare. I, I don't know. That just struck me when you said that. I like it. Just the tip. Yeah, that might take it down a different path. I'll I'll, I'll skip that. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yes, that that could be taken a whole bunch of different ways. Being ready is uh, is is being disciplined. I I believe uh, because you do have to think through, imagine and and prepare for it. Uh, you know, I spent 24 years in the Coast Guard. Always ready is the motto. Semper paratus. And when you look at uh, Katrina, when you look at major sort of national crises that would hit, whether it's a flood, a hurricane, a fire, the Coast Guard is always there. And the reason the Coast Guard is always there is because it's, is it is constantly preparing for these kinds of crises. And while everybody else is scratching their head like, what do we do? This is, you know, the Coast Guard is there. The helicopters are already launched. The baskets are already being lowered. People are being plucked out of the water, plucked off of roofs. People are being, you know, recovered from whatever. And uh, it's one of the things, you know, <laughs> believe me, the Coast Guard has its warts and hairs. But when it comes to being ready for that kind of thing, it's a remarkable service. And uh, because yeah, I, gr I grew up in it, and uh, I, I appreciate it, you know. Yeah, that uh, when you're talking about that, actually m reminds me of a uh – a story from from many many years ago, um, when I was still working in law enforcement, and I became a uh, a firearms instructor. And the f the folks that um, had historically uh, 
taken care of or, or um, you know, uh, managed the firearms program at the at the sheriff's office. We're kind of transitioning out and, and passing that baton to, you know, some of the younger folks that were, were just coming on board and, and so on. And we, uh, it, it, when we first got going, right, so apparently, you know, before I got there, it was not an uncommon practice that if there was a range day scheduled and it rained that day, they would cancel the range day. And I thought, well, that's weird. You know, I mean, we, we don't cancel work for that day. So and, it, and it criminals took, don't yeah, cancel it, their criminality. It, it on took a little days. while before, you know, the, like the, the first time it happened, folks were like, hey, it's uh, we're getting some phone calls. It's raining. Are you still having the range today? Hell yeah, we're still having the range today. We're still working today, right? We might actually have to use these guns when it's raining or when it's snowing or when it's whatever. Windy. So right. it, wouldn't it be a good idea for us to train in those conditions so that in the event that we have to defend our lives or somebody else's in bad weather, that won't be the first time we've ever had to do it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of a head shaker. And it goes back to what you said. It's a mindset, right? You, you, you just, you know, I, I, I wouldn't even think about canceling the range. I mean, right. it'd have to be pretty damn serious right? Uh, as far as weather goes. And it would be, you know, such a weather emergency that the reason we canceled the range because that manpower was need for, needed for other things. Right. Right. You know, when you said that, you reminded me of something that a lot of people probably don't think about on this subject matter, but I think is critically important. And, and some do because of what they do for a living or, or what they choose to do in their off time. But that is being ready also means being ready physically. Um, as, as we get older, one of the things that sort of is front and center in your psyche all the time is just making sure that you are physically capable of getting up every day and being ready to face your day with energy with vitality, with excitement, and uh, and that that doesn't just happen um, because it does. It, it it happens because you make the decision to be ready physically by getting enough sleep, by eating, you know, healthy food, by limiting, you know, the intake of of things that are you know too much too much of anything, too much food, too much alcohol, too much anything, is is not good. But you make the decisions. To be ready physically, and the older you get, the more important, you know, I think about. I'm, I'm not yet a grandfather. I hope to be someday. And uh, well, I think you've actually said it to me. You want to be there and ready and able to play with your grandchildren. You have one now, and you are very excited about that. But can imagine that you, you couldn't because you were not physically capable of doing so. So being ready physically applies to life in general not just people who are doing sports or doing something that's very physical but it applies to everybody at all times and it's more and more important the older we get yeah it definitely is and i i forget a friend of mine said this to me when uh when i entered entered into this um decade or this the, the age the era of the 50s my my uh you know hit my 50th birthday he said you know shit's going to start changing. <laughs> yes, and, and it does. It, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's definitely different. Um, you know, I, I think um, I, uh, I managed to skate by uh, for, for many years on my uh, youth and ignorance. Yeah. And, uh, and, and now, um, fortunately, um, one of those is going away, and unfortunately, <laughs> the other one is going away, right? So the, uh, the ignorance is going away, which is a good thing. Um, and the, uh, the age, unfortunately, is going away, too, right? 
but um, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And and I just think you have to work a little harder at it and uh, make different choices, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, all of this conversation reminds me. I'm, I'm reading a book right now. I'm chipping away at it really slow. I'm actually I'm reading several books, but the one that I'm commenting on is a book called Endurance, and it's the story of the the journey of Ernest Shackleton and his crew to attempt to be the first people to cross Antarctica on foot. And this was, I think, in early 1900s, maybe 1914, something like that. And uh, and they they got stuck in pack ice on the way to the harbor that they were trying to land into, and uh, to and I mean it was it's an unbelievable set of circumstances that that they survived, and it's an amazing storm about two thirds of the way through the book. But but here <coughs> here's my point. My point is this: when you when you read the book and they're the author whose name I can't remember. Uh, the name of the book is Endurance and about the Shackleton journey. Uh, talks about how these guys tried to think of every possible thing that could that could happen as they were facing things that human beings had never been through before to the degree that they had. And taking the time, having the discipline to, if this happens, then what? If that happens, then what? You know, if we don't see seals or sea lions or something that we can eat for weeks at a time when we start running low on food, what are we going to do? And there were stories like that. You know, they, they nearly starved to death multiple times because there were parts of Antarctica that they, <coughs> you know, they just weren't popping up. And then there were other, other days where there were hundreds of them laying on the ice five feet away from them, and they had plenty. And, but it's Yeah, I think, I think you've mentioned that book before. And the, yeah. the thing that uh, is amazing to me uh, just, I mean, that, uh, that journey in and of itself is amazing. And when you think about when it was taken, right? So I mean, you think about all the equipment we have now, all of the things that we have to endure cold weather yep. and so on. And you think back 30 years ago um, to the stuff we had or 40 years ago to the stuff we had, not near as good. That's so right. imagine how crappy it was in their day. Oh, yeah. You know, um, yeah. their their exposure to the elements and the equipment that they had to protect themselves, man, um, not not all that I wouldn't think. Right. I'm I'm sure though they figured it out, right? And uh, I don't know that all of those things made you know the translation down the line so that we can capitalize on them now, you know, today. But um, certainly, you know, they survived, so they figured out how to do it. Yeah, they did. And they didn't lose a, a single person. And I, you know, it's every page is interesting to read, but probably I just got too many other things, you know, that I'm trying to get through, reading-wise, and I chip away at that. But anyway, fascinating book. And it's ready. Another aspect of being ready that I wanted to, to talk about and get your reaction to was, at many as in many aspects of our lives, excuse me, <coughs> we are we are in environments that are competitive, whether it's at work. We're fighting for a promotion. Um, we're in sales, trying to you know make enough money to pay our bills. Uh, we are you know it doesn't matter what what kind of work you might be in or what your hobby is or whatever. Often, um, it, it's competitive in nature, and when you take the time to think through, okay, here's the circumstance I'm in. These are the variables that I'm dealing with. I'm going to think about how to be ready. And it's not just recognizing the opportunity when it presents itself. It's immediately taking action on it. 
because, and, you know, that's what happens. Opportunities come, you see it, and I bet if you thought about it for a minute, you could come up with an example where somebody, somebody said to you, I'm just not ready to do that. They weren't ready. I, I can't do that right now because I'm not ready. I, I can think of several examples of people saying that to me. And so, you know, here, here's an opportunity. I want to do it. I should do it. It seems like everything in my life is telling me to do it. But then they go, you know what? I, I'm just not ready. I'm not ready to do that out of fear, out of money, out of a voice in your head, out of somebody telling you that you can't do it or you're not, and you believe it. And all of a sudden, the opportunity has gone never to return just like it was. It's like a river. Once that opportunity has gone, something similar might come up, but it's, you know, it's not going to be that exact same opportunity. Right. You see your wheels yeah, turning. The, the, the <laughs> can you smell the smoke? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the worst part, you know, you've, you said, you know, you've heard people say that to you. Right. Um, you know, and, and saying it out loud is one thing. The most dangerous part is when you say it to yourself. Yes. Right, that, uh, that inner voice that talks you out of stuff because of, you know, fear um, or, or whatever that, that may be. That's the, uh, that's the, the danger and you got to be willing to, to shut that up, put a muzzle on that thing and, uh, and, and keep going and seize those opportunities when they, when they come along. Yeah. Or know that, um, you know, that's it. Right. And, and decide consciously decide you're passing. Yep. I think that's way more healthy and valuable than saying I'm not ready. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not taking that opportunity for some good reason at that moment, at that time, and, right. you know, history may prove that your your reason at the moment was illogical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, but, but you, I, you've I heard me talk about the, uh, the book where the author talks about the, you know, these ideas that fly around, you know, the say, you could call those opportunities too, right? Yes. And, uh, you know, they're, they have their own life and, and they, you know, pitch themselves to different people and, and, uh, you know, you may pass on one and somebody else is going to jump on that opportunity. So I think, um, I think I remembered who wrote that book. I think her name is Elizabeth Gilbert. And I, she's also the, uh, the lady that wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Okay. Uh, there was a movie based on that. Yep. Um, I think I got that right, but, um, good, uh, very, very good book. And, um, I, I what's it's something, um, like big ideas or something along those lines. Like now, now I remember her name. Can't remember the title of the damn book, but uh, it's it's uh, it's a good book. So I'm going to ask you a question, and there, there's a point behind me asking it. But um, and and I it's it's putting you on the spot a little bit. And that's all right. And and if you can't think of anything, well, you know, you're getting up there in age, so wouldn't exactly surprise me. Not um, as far as you are. <laughs> <laughs> think of a time. When you were going into a situation and you were ready, you, you knew you were ready, you were completely ready to go into that circumstance, whatever it was. I don't know if it was a meeting, maybe it, was a, maybe it had something to do with a ride, maybe it had something to do with work, something. Can you, can you think of an example you know, of, of what that is? You know, and if, if you do, say so, and if you don't want to share what it is, that's fine, but just Think about the state of mind that you were in when that happened. Can you think of something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely can. And it's, um, you know, it's, uh, I've, I've done some, um, some different types of, uh, for train, you know, training for, 
um, SWAT competitions, uh, okay. competition in uh, you know mountain bike riding and, and things of that nature. And I think um, you know there's a few scenarios that come come to mind there. And uh, I, I think the um, the the biggest thing that that I know uh, was a contributor to the uh, the success in those events was um, the preparation. More importantly, though, the mindset. Yeah. Right. So the 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 decision early on to perform at a high level and to do uh, what was necessary to get myself and others ready to perform at that high level. Right. Okay. And here's my point, and this is one of the positive benefits of, of this. Remember how you felt. Remember how you walked. Remember what your mindset was when you walked into that circumstance and you said, I am ready. I mean, you were confident. You, you, had, you had some swag, sw- uh, swagger. Is that what it is? Swagger in your, uh, in your step. Did, you, did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, there? yeah, okay. swagger. Um, yep, absolutely. Know, you know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And, um, you, were, uh, y- you were just in, in a place where you knew you were going to do well. That, to me, is one of the most positive benefits. That whole sort of place that you're at when you're ready to do something, when you're really ready and you walk into it. And remember that because when you, when you do find yourself in that circumstance, lock it in. Play it over in your mind over and over again so that you can repeat it by being prepared for the next thing and the next thing and the right. next thing. And it leads up to, and, and, and this is a, a subject that we will talk about more in the future when we have a guest on that we plan to have. But ultimately, and, and folks may have, have heard it uh, described as the zone in times past, right? There's also terminology associated with flow right so being prepared and 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 everything that you do to work up to that you know getting in that zone or in that flow is um is is all part of that right you got to do those things to that lead up to it and uh yeah you just i it's it's difficult to explain but i you know i i know exactly what you're talking about and you uh yeah you just you feel it and, right and and you know when you when you have it and you know when you don't you know when you're not ready yeah and and okay so here's the other side of that coin think about a time when you weren't ready and you know going in that you weren't ready and you know i'm, I'm obviously the the things that i'm talking about here lead to you know just just today um i won't get into the details but i, I had to make a presentation and you know, I had worked hard to be prepared for this presentation, but you know, I kept thinking, could I have done more? Could I have been more ready? And guess what that is? That's anxiety. That's fear. That's nervousness. When you are not ready, all of those things all of a sudden start to overwhelm you mentally, psychologically. And then that becomes this negative downward spiral that you find yourself in because you know, you're not ready. I mean, Describe how you feel, how you feel when you're not ready for something. It's it's an awful feeling. Yeah, it, it it definitely is, and and you know you can prevent that by by being prepared, and at the same time, you know we also don't want to get it caught up in the the problem of working or or, or striving towards perfection, right? So, um, amen. Yeah, you uh, sometimes you just got to wrap it up and say, all right, this is this is this is good to go. We're we're gonna because you have to make a shift. I think in mindset, if you're still stuck over here wondering if this is good enough, right. it's going to negatively impact your performance. Right. Whereas when you make the mind shift that this is good enough, I'm going to go out here and rock this, 
um, you'll show up in a whole different way. Yeah, you will. You will. And and we've mentioned it early on. There are going to be unexpected things that happen that you know you didn't see coming, and that there's no way you could have been prepared for. Even that's a mindset. I'm prepared to be um, faced with something that's un- unexpected, and it just makes it easier to deal with. I think. Mostly, though, the negative consequences of not being ready, the fear, the anxiety, have to do with those circumstances where you saw them coming, you knew you were going to be involved, you knew you had to do it, and you didn't take the time to think through, imagine, and be prepared for that. And so when it comes, you're nervous, you're off your game. Right. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's the other side of that coin. All right. So what else have we not talked about in the world of opportunity and being prepared no, for those I, opportunities uh, that present themselves? I think you're, you need to be ready physically. Think about what you want. Oh, prioritize. That's part of being ready is prioritizing because a lot of times you can wake up and go, look, look, I got 10 things to do. And you choose the first five that are least important. Yeah, you can't say yes to everything. No, you can't. Right. No, right. no is something you need to learn how to say. When the opportunity hits, take action immediately. Actions produce results, right? We've talked about that many times. You'll be a step ahead of the next guy. Um, you'll, you know, know why you're doing it. If you, if you have a big why behind it, you know, all of these things reinforce each other. It makes you want to be more prepared to do the things that you need to do. You're less likely to make excuses. Um, saves time and money. We talked about that. Reduces fear and anxiety. Be ready. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the key. And that's like you said, it, it's a mindset. Decide that you're going to be ready, that your your sensors are going to be on, that you're going to be paying attention to things that occur around you, things that people say, things that you see, so on. So here's the thing. Everybody think about what you got going on tomorrow. Think about what you got going on next week. Think about the things that you know you want to be prepared for and make the decision right this minute that you are going to be ready for them, more ready than you've ever been, and then begin to take action in a way that when you walk into that circumstance tomorrow or next week or whenever it is, you walk in with that swagger. You walk in with that extra skip in your step where you walk in the room and you own it. You got it. You are ready to go. That, that's what I think you ought to do. Yeah, I think that's some great advice. I, <laughs> I love I love listening to you talk when uh, and, and of course, I have the benefit of seeing you while you're saying these things, too, and uh, get you a little pumped up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. Well, I have certainly enjoyed the conversation. I have as well. And uh, you know, it's always refreshing to, to talk about this stuff with you because it, uh, it it makes me think about, you know, refocusing and, and maybe. Um, you know, sharpening, sharpening the saw a little bit in, uh, in different areas of my life. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Your, your podcast last, last week was awesome. You were, you were on fire. I just, I don't know if you, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a topic that I'm, I'm pretty, pretty passionate about and, uh, certainly not something that, uh, is, is is to be taken lightly Mm, and, you know, that, um, that, that battle is still ongoing. We'll see how that shakes out. But, um, yeah, it's amazing that we find ourselves in this predicament. 
Well, thank you, Bryant. You are welcome, sir. Thank you, Kevin. And uh, for all you guys out there listening, hopefully the uh, the sound quality was uh, was good on this podcast. And I know we we gave you a little heads up uh, at the beginning that we we changed some uh, equipment here and uh, so that the sound may be a little bit different and uh, like I said hopefully it's a, a positive change so we'll we'll certainly critique that and uh, continue to uh, to make improvements so that um, the experience on uh, on your side is uh, outstanding so thank you very much for uh, continuing to listen and the uh, the audience is continuing to grow and we appreciate that so uh, until next time all of you out there make sure that you are enjoying the ride. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Graybeard Chronicles. Please subscribe so you'll receive notification when new episodes are available. To learn more about the Graybeards, visit their website, graybeardchronicles.com.